Welcome to the Confident Content Creators Podcast, where we'll talk about how to live unapologetically and show up as your most authentic self online. Hey, it's Lindsay, confident content coach, boy mom, and corporate nine to fiver. I'm an extroverted introvert who loves to talk about all things social media and how to create confident content that converts your followers into your ideal client. On this podcast, we're going to get clarity around your content strategy and hear real life stories from boss babes, just like you, who are showing up confidently online. I know how hectic and busy entrepreneurial life can be. So let's dive right in. Happy Halloween and welcome to this very special episode of Confident Content Creators, where we're going to talk about scary mistakes on social media. I posted about this recently in a couple different places, but I wanted to talk about this email that really hit me when it came to social media marketing and what I would dare say, my favorite season of the entire year. And that is, of course, Halloween season. I don't know what it is. I'm such a witch. I just, I love it. I cannot get enough of it. So I wanted to talk through this list a little bit, but I also wanted to add my own little spin and own little explanation, so to speak, of some of these social media mistakes that I think far too many people are making. And I just, like I said, when I got this email, I was like, boom, mind blown, 100% on board. And I'm going to preface this by saying I've made some of these mistakes before too. So please don't feel like I'm calling you out. We all have made these mistakes. And a lot of them are so simple that they're easily fixable. Let's dive into this list. But I want to know, okay, let's not just, this is not just podcast. This is an interactive show, okay? I want you to tell me either if you're listening to this on Spotify, you can answer the poll. You can send me a message on social media at Confident Content Creators, or you can join the Facebook group, Confident Content Creators, Mastering the Art of Social Media Marketing. In any of those places, you can we can continue this conversation, but I want to hear from you and I want to know what your biggest takeaways are. And I want to know, are you guilty of any of these? And what do you plan on doing about it? Don't just tell me you're guilty. I want to know which one are you going to work on and what are you going to not do again? <laughs> okay, let's dive right in. So I'm actually going to give the first mistake, this first scary mistake on social media is actually going to be more of a business mistake. And this is one that I added. So this was not a part of the list that she sent me, but this is one that I thought needed to be said first and foremost, because people are are probably going to be thinking, oh my gosh, you're ripping off an email. You don't even know what you're doing. What the heck? Guess what? <laughs> I invest in my own continuing education. So the first social media mistake that I see people doing, and and again, this one is more of a business mistake that I see, is people not investing in continuing their own education. So yeah, I'm a social media coach, and this came to me in an email that I willingly subscribed to from another social media coach. Why? Because it's vital to reinvest in your education and always be learning and growing. If we weren't 
keeping up with the times and learning and growing and adapting to our market, we're going to fall behind. That's just the truth of it. So I personally like to reinvest in social media marketing and marketing in general. I have invested in business coaches and so on and so forth. I subscribe to newsletters, emails. I listen to podcasts just like this one because investing in your personal and business growth, your personal and professional growth is so. That's just my own little tidbit. Let's get into the rest of these scary mistakes. Okay. And I'm going to break these down for you. The first one is using trending reels that don't tie to your brand. Why is this one such a big deal? Okay. I hear people like there's a, there was a fight. Everyone's, oh, use trending audio, use original audio. Oh, you have to dance. You don't have to dance. You have to use this template. Listen, you don't have to do anything. You do not have to use trending reels. You do not have to use trending audio. You don't have to do any of it. But the biggest mistake here is using them in the wrong context. So people want to use trending audio, trending reels, trending ideas. Why? Because they're trending and that is what people are resonating with. That's what people are aligning with. That's what's getting attention. It's very good. It's a very good marketing ploy. But if you're using them in the wrong context and they don't tie back to your brand, it's going to feel like you're grasping at air. It's going to feel like you're not in alignment with what you're teaching, what you're coaching. So the next one is only posting what you want and not posting what your audience wants. Now, this is a little bit of a controversial one. And obviously, if you're listening to me for any amount of time, you know that I scream unapologetic authenticity. That's what you should be going for, right? I want you to be unapologetically you. I want you to be authentically you. And I don't want you to conform to what anyone else's ideas are. So yeah, I definitely want you to be posting what you want to post about. But the mistake here is only posting what you want to post about and not posting what your audience wants. That's a mistake. Because if your audience is not getting any value from your content, why are they even there? Yeah, you want to post what you want to post about, but you also want to cater to their needs, answer their questions, show up for them and add value to their lives. Because when we're shopping around, when we're looking for something to buy, whether it's investing in ourselves, a product, whatever it may be, our only focus is ourself. What are we getting out of this? And you can try to decline that. You can try to deny that, whatever. But the truth is, we buy for selfish reasons. And there's nothing wrong with that. But when we are catering to our audience, we have to understand that they also are buying for selfish reasons. So post what you want, but also post what your audience wants. Now, the next, this one scares me so much because. I am big on connection. 
And that the mistake is not engaging with your audience. Oh, guys, I hear this one way too often. I go and people are like, hey, will you audit my account? Tell me what I'm missing. Tell me what I could be doing better. Nine times out of 10. No joke. Nine times out of 10, they are not engaging. Thus, the engagement stops. I have this saying, I say it all the time. All my besties are going to be like, oh, yep, that's a Lindsay thing. You get what you give. You get what you give. If you engage with your audience, both on your content and on their content, they will engage back with you. It's simple science. Absolutely simple science. If you engage with them, they will engage with you. So the easiest trick to this is just dedicate time. Do you know what I mean? Just set aside time, whether it's five minutes, 10 minutes, to just engage. Engage with your followers, the people who are commenting on your posts, and then go engage with them. If nobody is posting on your content, then you look at who is liking or reacting to your content and you go engage with those people. You also want to be engaging with your ideal dream clients to pull them over to your page and get them to start engaging with you. Social media is meant to be social. And so the algorithm, and I don't care which algorithm it is, there's 900 million of them. Every single algorithm on social media favors engagement. That's what it likes to see. It wants to see you being social with each other. Okay, next mistake. And this one had to make me laugh because one of my clients called herself out on this one. And that is sharing your content with no real strategy behind it. I posted these and one of my number one clients who's been working with me for over a year now commented and said, I need to work on my strategy. And I about died because I felt personally responsible (laughs) for the fact that she was sharing content without strategy. But the reality of it is, whether it's me or another coach, your coach can only help you so far, right? I can give you all the answers. I can give you everything that you need when it comes to the strategy, but if you don't follow, that's on you. So what I mean by sharing content with no strategy behind it, it really comes down to what is your goal for that piece of content? What do you want to have happen? What is the strategy here? Are you promoting a product? Are you promoting engagement? Are you wanting to connect? Are you wanting to share an event or book more one-on-one calls? What is the strategy behind it? What is the purpose of your content? If you're throwing content out there with no purpose, you're going to get nothing from it. You have to throw it out there with bait, right? Think of it like fishing. You have to throw the hook out there with bait so that you can reel them in. You got to attract them in. But if you throw a hook out there and there's nothing on it, the fish are going to look at it and be like, what the heck is that? And then they're going to keep swimming. They're not going to stop. They're not going to sniff it. They're not going to engage with it. 
They're not going to bite. You have to have the bait, the content, the sustenance on the hook, okay? Now, the next one is another reels one, and that is not scheduling a reel while the audio is still trending. Back on the trending audio soapbox here, you do want to use trending audio while it's trending. So often I see people are scrolling, they find a trending audio that they like, they save the audio, they may even batch their content and create content with that trending audio at that time. But then they don't use it, they don't use it, they don't use it. A couple weeks pass by, they finally use that piece of content and guess what? The audio is no longer trending. The trending audio is not working for you anymore. So it does kind of mess with the scheduling, the batching of the whole automation of your content, but you do want to use audio when it's trending, not weeks, months, or even years after it's done trending. Now, I'm going to go on a little side tangent here and say, who cares when it comes to trending audio? If you make a bomb piece of content and it's amazing and it needs that piece of audio with it, I don't care if it's trending or not. I want you to use it. I want you to use it because you want to use it and because it still makes sense for your audience. If it's still on brand, it still makes sense. It's fine to use an audio that's not trending. Not every single piece of content has to be trending. You can use some original. You can use some that aren't trending. Mix up and diversify your content. But if the point is to use the audio while it's trending, please get on that and use the audio while it's trending. Okay, this next one, touchy subject for me. Real touchy subject, not going to lie. Because remember when I said that I have been guilty of some of these? I have been guilty adjacent to this one, and I'm going to explain. The scary social media mistake, one that will literally kill. This is like social media death. Is buying followers instead of gaining them organically. Now, Some of you are probably like, wait, what? You can buy followers? Yes. Yes, you can. And it it goes against community standards. So first and foremost, let me just put this out there. Buying followers, no matter what platform you are on, buying followers goes against community standards. You risk getting your account shut down. You risk losing your verified status. Do not, under any circumstances, buy followers from anyone. Also, nine times out of ten, it's going to be a spammer. They're going to take your money, screw you over, take over your account. It's going to be a whole bad thing. But there are ways that people are buying followers that I don't think people are talking about. Yes, there's the obvious way that's against community standards. But what I did way back in the day when I was trying to be an influencer is I joined engagement and follow trains. Engagement pods were like, hey, we're a group of like 20 women, let's get together and we all engage on each other's content. What is bad about that is that the same 20 people are engaging on your content every single time 
And the algorithm catches on to that and is like, hmm, this is sus. And it will stop pushing your content because it will realize what you're doing and it will hide your content. Now, the other piece of that is follow trains that are just for following. It's a follow for follow, follow me for no reason at all. First off, that doesn't build an authentic and organic following. They're only following you so that you'll follow them. They don't follow you because they want to follow you. They're following you out of obligation. Thus, they will never engage with you. And it's pointless to have them as a follower. So don't do follow trains because, ugh, gross. I have seen follow trains or follow threads where it's like, hey, comment what you do, what your page is about, and your link. If it resonates with you, follow them. But like, try to find people to engage with. Try to find people that you do want to follow. And I have participated in those and have gained some amazing clients from it. But the ones that are just follow for follow and you have to follow everyone, those are a bad idea. That's considered buying followers in a way. And there's also like different contests or giveaways where you have to buy into the giveaway. They put your name on a massive list of people that have to then follow you in order to qualify for the giveaway. And then again, not an authentic following and you're buying them. Bad idea. So don't buy followers. Don't do follow trains. Just all around, not a good idea. Now, the next one is a way to really increase your organic following when you don't make this mistake. And the mistake is not optimizing your bio on your profile. Oh, this is like my biggest thing. The first thing I do with any new client, the very first thing that I do is a social media audit and I audit their profile and I make sure that it's optimized because when you optimize your profile, when you have a very good profile, conversions are so much easier. You want to make your follower into customer journey so streamless and easy. Literally, they opt into your audience. They decide they like you. They're seeing your content. They're like, okay, I want to buy. I want to schedule. How do I do that? And if they have to go through a highlight bubble or go to this place and then DM you and then ask you this secret word in question, and then you have to put in the code and you have to do this secret knock and handshake thing, too much, too many steps. You lost me. It should be streamlined. It should be easy. I want it to be like, yes, I'm ready to buy. Go to the profile. Easy to buy. Snap. Done. Your bio should also tell them exactly what they're getting into. You want them to know who you are, what you do, how you help them. I don't, it's just that simple. Think about it from a consumer's point of view. If you were to go to your own profile, audit yourself right now, ask yourself, is this somebody that I would want to work with? Is this somebody that I would want to buy from? And if your answer is no, you should probably optimize your bio. Now, I'm just going to plug this right here. I have a free optimizing your bio guide. I will tell you exactly the places that you should optimize 
And I'm going to tell you right now what the guide says. You're going to want to optimize your profile, optimize your searchability, and you're going to want to tell people exactly where to go and how to get there. It's so simple and easy. But if you do want the optimize your bio guide, then all you have to do is DM us at Confident Content Creators and I will send you. Just send me your email. Say I want the guide. Send me your email. Also, if you're in my group, Confident Content Creators on Facebook, it's one of the questions to join. Like When you join that group, one of the questions is, do you want this guide? All you have to do is put your email in and I'll email it to you. Simple as that. So just going to put that plug out there. All right. Now, just a couple more mistakes here when it comes to social media mistakes, some scary social media mistakes, keeping on the Halloween-y vibe here. And the next one is focusing only on the quantity of posts rather than the quality of posts. I have seen some big gurus lately that say done is better than perfect and just post it. And it's a numbers game. The more content you put out, the more people you reach, the more content you put out, the more followers you get, the more content. Gross. Don't do that. Not at all. 100% do not recommend. Do I also think that done is better than perfect? Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Do I also tell my clients to just post it? Yes, 100%. But I also tell my clients to make sure that they're offering quality, that they're offering value, because that is way more important than quantity. When we focus on quantity and pumping out a lot of content, we lose the value of it. We use that quality and we automatically don't show up as the authority. Your goal is to show up as the authority, as the expert in your field. When you're putting out a ton of content that it has no real value, it's just like blank pages. Nobody's actually paying attention. Nobody really cares because it's just like, oh, yep, there's another point. Oh, yep, there's another post. Doesn't really have anything to do with me, right? So you want to focus on the quality of your posts. I would rather you post once a week and post high quality content than post seven times a week. So just a little two cents for you. Food for thought. Now, the last one, (laughs) and this one I have been very guilty of very many times, and I often find myself guilty of this again and again. And that is not having a content calendar for your social media posts. Listen, the easiest way to organize your thoughts, your ideas, what you want to post, go back to that previous mistake of having no strategy. This is how you get your strategy. This is how you organize it. This is how you have that peace of mind is by having a content calendar. And it can be simple. We're talking pen and paper. Maybe you open up an Excel spreadsheet and you have just a calendar. Maybe you have the calendar app on your phone or you use something more advanced like Notion or something like that. And you're organizing your content. The idea behind having a content calendar is to know what you're going to post ahead of time. 
then you can plan, you can batch, you can schedule, and it's a lot easier to stay on track and make sure that A, you're adding that quality that we just talked about. You're not forgetting the strategy. You're making sure that it's all on brand, that it's with your brand voice. It just makes your life so much simpler. And it's a lot easier to see when it's all laid out. If you know you're only posting one time a week, guess what? That's only four times a month. That's only four pieces of content that you have to make. If you're posting three times a week, easy. You know what days you're posting on or the general day. It doesn't have to be like, I'm going to post every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 6 p.m. No, it can be more flexible than that. It could be like, okay, week one, I'm going to push out these pieces of content. Cool. Now I know what I have to create. That kind of thing. It's just about getting more organized with your content, having a plan for it. All right. Those are some of those scary mistakes that we talked about. Again, my one mistake that I recommend you avoiding is not continuing your education. That is my little extra bonus tip for you. But just to remind you of these tips that she sent me in this email, the scary mistakes are using only trending reels that don't tie to your brand, posting what you want to post and not what your audience wants, not engaging with your audience, sharing content with no strategy behind it, scheduling a reel when the audio isn't trending, buying followers, not optimizing your bio, focusing on quantity over quality, and not having a content calendar. These are the mistakes that you want to avoid, especially going into the rest of the year. We're getting into a very busy, very heavy season, especially for my product-based girlies out there. Good luck with all of your holiday sales. I am rooting for you. I'm here for you. If you need strategy, if you need advice, definitely come into my Facebook group, Confident Content Creators, Mastering the Art of Social Media Marketing, and let us know how we can help you. What questions do you have? Where do you need support? What events do you have going on? And what sales do you have going on? Because maybe we could benefit from your sales. If you would like to join my group, I'll link that in the show notes below. But I hope you found this episode fun, for one thing, because it's Halloween. I thought it would be fun. And I hope you found it useful. So again, let me know what you think of this episode. You can reach out to me on Instagram, Facebook, or wherever you're listening to this. And let me know by leaving a five-star review how much you loved this episode. All right, you have a wonderful day, and I'll see you on the next episode. Hey, thanks for hanging out with us today. If this episode boosted your confidence or helped you find clarity in any way, then will you do me a huge favor and leave a review wherever you're listening? You can also share this episode on your social media and tag at confident content creators. Also, don't forget to turn on those notifications so you never miss an episode. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.